Hello, I'm Deborah Flores, Senior Vice President and Area Manager of the GSAA. Welcome to my Deb Talks podcast. Every new season brings fresh opportunities. As we enter spring, this is the perfect time to take a quick pause, look around, and think about how we are doing mind, body, and spirit. Perhaps there are areas where we are doing a great job and we should celebrate these areas and use them to strengthen us. Then we also need to recognize those areas where we may need a little help. Making a few small tweaks can make a world of a difference and help us increase our happiness, reduce our stress levels, and improve our total wellness. Each day can bring a multitude of emotions ranging from joy to sorrow, and these emotions can make it challenging to maintain a positive outlook which in turn impacts our relationships, how we show up at work, and even our own health. I experience all of these things, and I'm sure you do too. We are all caretakers. That's why we work in healthcare. At work, we are constantly busy taking care of our patients and members. Then we go home and take care of our family and loved ones. How do we find time to take care of ourselves so that we can be our best selves? To answer these questions and to learn more about how we can take better care of ourselves, joining me is Ruth Campbell, our wonderful Employee Assistance Program Consultant, or EAP. Hi, Deborah. Thanks for having me on your podcast. I'm the EAP Consultant here in the GSAA. I've worked in the GSAA for the last six years. Before coming to Kaiser Permanente, I worked at La Clinica de la Raza, a federally qualified health center, and I also worked with the International Rescue Committee that does humanitarian aid response all over the world. In my job, I love the chance to work with so many different departments, leaders, and people who make our service areas so diverse and strong. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I went to school in New York City, and I've lived in the Bay Area for 13 years. Some of my favorite things to do are reading, hiking, biking, mostly being in nature. Ruth, we all have busy professional and personal lives and we try to balance both. I'm sure that adds stress and challenges to our busy lives. How can we manage all of that? Everyone has a different threshold for stress. Stress is not always a bad thing either. It's sometimes the reason we try something new, meet a deadline, or accomplish something we've been working towards. Stress becomes impactful when it's ongoing for a long time, is too intense, or when it surpasses our coping strategies. Common sources of stress can be our jobs, too much work, not enough staff, difficult cases, coworker and manager relationships. Our relationships with people inside and outside of work can add stress. Health problems can also be a big source of stress. Sometimes it's the cumulative small things that add up to become stressful. Sometimes big unexpected events that occur can bring a lot of stress. Also, sometimes things we looked forward to and really wanted can be stressful. For example, a marriage is a beautiful thing, but brings stress. A new baby can bring stress, as can many other things that are overall actually really good. Wow. It's very interesting to learn about all the different things in life that can bring us stress. And that some stress may not be bad. Deborah, bringing an executive and in charge of our service area, I'm sure you encounter a lot of stress and challenges. Would you mind sharing a personal story about a challenge or something difficult in your life? 
how you coped with it, how do you manage your stress, and where did you find the strength to help you? The biggest challenge that I dealt with in my professional life was my battle with breast cancer. I was a hospital president at the time. The year prior to my diagnosis, I fought hard to get approval to build a comprehensive breast center. I decided to make my diagnosis and treatment public as I wanted to show my team what it was like to deal with a serious health condition as a leader in the organization. I received all of my treatment at the facilities that I was responsible for leading. I wanted the team to see that I was confident in them and I trusted them. It turned out to be a very powerful experience for all of us. I know how I am. I have a strong desire to help others and the fact that I was able to teach and help others through my experience strengthened me. There was still fear and anxiety at times, but I focused on my mission and I got through it. Also, faith was a very powerful thing um, in my recovery. What I do regularly is workout. It's like truly like medicine for me. I have to make sure that I'm constantly in motion. It's kind of like how I am, how I'm wired. My husband calls me the energizer bunny. So when I get home, it's almost immediately, I jump into my workout clothes and I burn off energy on the treadmill, or I also like to power walk. I like to be round and about nature. So I love to go out to Lake Chabot, one of my favorite spots um, as well but I have to make sure that I just kind of burn off um, the energy that I carry around inside of me. That's just kind of how I'm wired. Deborah, thanks for sharing about breast cancer. One of the things that stood out to me is that you mentioned that you had fear and anxiety and that you also had a purpose to keep going forward. Yes. And I think that's really key to be able to tap into that and also tapping into like what your faith is and how that, that helped you. Like I could hear how helpful that was to you. I think that's a really good thing. Yes, thank you. I loved what you said too about exercise and we're gonna talk about that later, right? That you gotta burn, you gotta burn some of that stress off. It stays with us. So yes. you've, gotta, you've gotta get it out. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important to kind of know what helps you to get through a situation. Cause for some, talking about having breast cancer or any serious disease would be very stressful and some folks don't want to share. And that's okay too. Everybody handles their stress and manages through it differently. And I think that's very important to realize and accept that it's okay. Yeah. I think so. Like you were really public with it and that was helpful for you. And somebody else might not tell hardly anyone. Yes. And that would be really helpful for them. For the folks who are listening, can you share with us some top coping strategies? Of course. All of us have coping strategies we use. First, I'd like everyone listening to think, what is one of your top coping strategies? Recognizing it and calling attention to it will strengthen our use of it. There's some other coping strategies that might be helpful to think about. One is just identifying what is causing the stress. Brainstorm what might be helpful in any given situation and then take action. Sometimes we forget about the action part. Talk to other people about it, your friends, your family, your coworkers, a professional, others in a similar situation. It can be really helpful to talk to people about what's happening. Prioritize sleep, and then prioritize it a little bit more. 
Go to nature. Being in nature can bring a sense of calm and peace. It inspires awe and perspective. For many, nature can be a time of active meditation or movement to release stress. And they're doing a lot of studies that show how powerful being in nature is. Get some movement going. Like Deborah, exercise, power walk, yoga, walk slow. Anything that moves your body and releases stress hormones is really good for you. You know, Ruth, it's funny that you mentioned that. So the other night, well, actually it was last night, I was just not feeling like getting on the treadmill. So I just danced and pranced and my husband was on one of the treadmills. So I stood beside his treadmill and ran in place. And then I ran circles around him. It was absolutely hilarious. But I did that for 35 minutes. So I ended up getting in a little workout. I didn't even, I didn't even mean to do it that way. But. Any kind of movement like that is really helpful for us. Also, you probably entertained him. Yeah. And laughing is a really good stress reliever too. Consider if you're doing anything that's not helping the situation and monitor or change that. Maybe you're avoiding the situation. Sometimes we drink too much or use other substances to numb what's happening. Perseverating, which is when we find ourselves overly focused on one thing. For example, if you had a disagreement with a coworker and now you can't stop playing it over and over in your head, or if you made a mistake at work, and then you can't stop berating yourself over it. Those are examples of perseverating and it can stop us from learning from our mistakes and moving forward. Do something you love. Listen to music, read, craft, watch a show, take a break, do a hobby, have a dance show. Spend time in community with other people. It's a really powerful stress relief to be with people. Lower your expectations. Sometimes we have unrealistic expectations that cause more stress. Try cognitive reappraisal or learn some cognitive behavioral techniques. There's also other strategies that research really supports to help manage our stress. For example, sometimes we're stuck in an all or nothing thinking where we don't see the space in the middle or we catastrophize, worst case scenario something. There are techniques to learn to help us not do that or help us manage when these kinds of thought distortions happen. Cognitive behavioral therapy can be really helpful for managing anxiety. And it's really simple to learn. Another thing we can do to manage our stress is distract ourselves, take a break. Just give ourselves permission to stop worrying about it for a little bit. And lastly, ask for help. I think as healthcare workers, that's really hard for us to do but really important for us to do. Thank you, Ruth. Those are excellent strategies and ways to help deal with stress. Remember, Kaiser Permanente also has a variety of resources available to help us. Ruth, can you tell us all of these wonderful resources that are available for all employees and where to find them? Of course, I'll start off with EAP, our Employee Assistance Program. It's available 24 seven. It's a free confidential service for all employees and their dependent family members. EAP offers confidential short-term counseling to support employees, physicians, managers, leaders for both personal and work-related concerns and stress. 
In addition, EAP consultants offer management consultations, organizational support for issues impacting the workplace. I'm happy to announce that we recently enhanced our GSAA EAP program with the addition of a designated EAP phone line for Fremont, in addition to the existing line for San Leandro, Hayward, and Union City. For details, just go to kp.org backslash EAP. On the EAP website, you'll find a lot of tips and strategies we talked about in this podcast. There, you'll also find many mental health and wellness resources, including our GSAA Live Well, Be Well, which has amazing classes, mental health individual and group support, behavioral health classes, which the GSAA does an excellent job at, one of the best in the region, I think, digital self-care apps like Calm, which helps with sleep and meditation, My Strength, which helps us support positive skills and habits, and a new resource, which is Ginger, which is 24-7 coaching via text that's available to everyone. There's also Rise and Renew, which has monthly well-being tips that we can share in our departments and use for ourselves. Ruth, thank you so much for joining me today. I learned a lot, and I'm sure our listeners will too. You probably won't be able to remember everything, but you can always find these resources at kp.org backslash EAP. Ruth, I really appreciate you and our entire GSAA team does as well. We thank you and appreciate all that you do for us. Deb, it was my pleasure to be on. Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk with you and share how all of us can think about our mental health and wellness. I really appreciate you sharing the story about breast cancer and some of the techniques you use to manage stress that we all feel. Tell me what you thought about today's episode on mental health and wellness. How did you like it? Did you learn something that helped you? Email me at gsaa-debtalks at kp.org. I look forward to connecting with you soon with another podcast. Thank you so much for all that you do to make lives better for our members, patients, and each other. Stay safe and healthy.